point I try to make in the book is like culture is as healthy as we are. If culture's unhealthy, it's because we're unhealthy because we are it. Mm. I can't be at war with something I am. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not separate from me. I am the culture. Right. And so are you because it doesn't exist if there are no us. Right. Tell me what made us think that we could keep others away in the name of some so-called safety. Cause we sold our Back in April, maybe March, I went on to the Twitterverse, right? And I said, you know, if I can get propaganda on the show, that that's it. I'm going to hang it up. That's the show. And uh, you'll hear Prop and I joke about that here in a minute. But I just want to tell you, that was a lie. Because I have other shows I've already recorded, and out of respect... Out of respect for those people's time. I I can't end the show. That's just that. Now, I need you to do something for me. I'm going to need you to, just before you start listening, hit pause and rate and review the show. And consider becoming a supporter on Patreon because it's extremely helpful, if I'm just honest. It's very helpful. And with that out of the way, let's rock and roll. Uh, oh, shoot. No, I meant to hit record. See, I shouldn't be drinking. I got you. I yeah. <laughs> Recording I, in progress. I am, and I was able to catch that, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, I had some alcohol for Father's Day, and I'm just trying to get it out, you know, so I can get back on that diet. So Let's go. Why not? <laughs> um, <laughs> you do uh, <laughs> way too much alcohol for Father's Day. I don't have enough. <laughs> I got that in these goofy... Look, see? I like that. I tell dad jokes periodically. I love it. Mm. I think that works, bro. That's Dude. a. I love that shirt. Wife hates it, and I'm like, I'm gonna wear it. I'd wear it Here's to work thing, if they let me. Here's the thing, babe. Gonna wear this shirt. The kids who bought it. So <laughs> yes, with our money. Children bought it, but yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Dad life. Hey, here's but, this gift for you that you, you paid bought. for. Yeah. That I didn't ask for. Yeah. Thank you. You'll like it though. <laughs> I'll love it. Uh, you know what? I love it. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Prop. Welcome to the yes. show. You don't know this you. because you have too many Twitter followers, but at the beginning of the year, I actually said if I can get the Pope or propaganda on the show, it's just going to be the last show. Because I'll count that as a success. And that's a legitimate tweet. You go back in and you can find it. So This better I, not be the last show. It you got to get the Pope also, right? It won't be the last show. Okay, good. I have I emailed like, the Pope. They keep saying no. And that also okay. is, is a true thing. I don't even know I if he's, I don't even know if he speaks English. I don't, it doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But welcome to the show, man. I'm glad you're here. 
Thank you, bro. Glad to be here. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> I guess. Well, maybe he'll say yes, and then maybe I will. You never know, off. dude. Then you're like, damn it. I shouldn't have said it was the last show. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I ended it with ellipses, and so it wasn't the end of the uh, sentence. I don't think that happened because I'm not that clever. Anyway... So for those that don't know you, I love this show. for those that don't know you, who and what is propaganda? Like, why is that? Uh, well, the word who, what is the word propaganda? No, you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I am a, uh, rapper and poet. Um, I do podcasts. I, uh, husband, I'm a father. Uh, I wrote a book, which is super rad. Um, I am a West Coaster, Californian through and through. I bleed Los Angeles and uh, I taught high school for six years. Son of a Black Panther. I'm the son of a praying mother. I got a praying mama. Um, (laughs) I'm the youngest of my siblings. I am the second favorite parent. (laughs) They've made abundantly clear when my daughter goes, you're not my favorite mom is like, so you don't have to say it out loud. Yeah, like yeah. we know, yeah. but you ain't have to say it, <laughs> but here it is. Yeah. <laughs> I read that part of your book and then I read it yeah. to my wife out uh, loud, uh, especially that part about stranger things, like your internal oh, yes. monologue there where you're like, yeah. why are you, why are you crying? Get up. It's not real. Go to bed. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. But I have a six year old yeah. that legit hates me. She will tell you yeah. to your face. I don't, yes. I don't like him. That's my six-year-old. She's like, and sometimes she'll, daddy, run and give me a hug. Mm-mm. But most times she's like, can Mm-mm. mommy do it? Can I sit by mommy? I don't want to, I don't want to sit by you. I don't want to ride in your car. Correct. You're not my favorite. Don't tell me good night. I don't, and I'll tell her, hey, baby, I love you. Can I give you a hug good night? No. No. Well, I love you. Don't say that. You're just like, oh this my. This is it. Just silence. Nothing. Just stare me down while I walk out of the room slowly backwards. What do we, what did we do to our children? Like, where did I go wrong? One day she'll realize I'm going to pay for the wedding and One she'll love me she again. One day realize you paid for everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yo, true story. My oldest is a true story. My oldest, uh, we were, she was, she's, 15, about to turn 16 now, but she was a um, single digit age. I don't remember exactly what it was, but she was like deathbed sick all through the night, coughing, barfing, mm. just gross. My wife sleeps through everything. So I'm up holding her hair, getting her water, mm. checking her temperature mm. on to the point to where I'm like, I'm getting up so many times that I just go sleep on the couch. Cause I'm like, I, this is just, I keep having to climb over it. So I'm like, I'm just going to sleep on the couch. Finally, she finally falls asleep like three in the morning. So I was like, okay, cool. I go, finally, she's actually asleep. I go back to the bed. In the morning, my precious daughter gets up, walks over to her mom's side of the bed, gives her the longest hug and kiss and goes, I love you, mom. (laughs) And I popped up and I was like, are you s- <laughs> I was up all night with you and she goes oh yeah thanks dad yeah and then and then she looks over at, my wife looks over at me and she goes oh that was sweet what is what she okay <laughs> she all right and I was like I, I don't I hate both of y'all I can't stand both of y'all dog that was like I was like is this is this 
is this dad life? Is this what dad is? Mm-hmm. Is this what it is? Is this what I signed up for? I guess I'm here. I only have one child that likes me. It's my middle child, who who is my my middle girl. My son, I think, hates me, but we're the same person, so we don't mm. like each other. And then I don't know why my youngest daughter doesn't like me. But I think me and my oldest are the same person. Yeah. I think that might be why we don't like each other. Yeah, we've yeah. been to counseling prop, and they told us, "Damn, you're the same person." Dang. Okay, you win. That's, <laughs> so, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you wrote a book. But you do a lot of things like so. Yeah. Um, I didn't know what to expect when I read the book. Matter of fact, um, a little before before we got going. So my friend Josh was the one. He's like, "Here you go, read this." I was like, "I didn't know he wrote a book." So I was behind. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know it's was it. Yeah. But I read it. I didn't know what to expect to read it. And um, I'm curious as I read through it about sixty percent, and I was like, "I'm not sure exactly who this audience is." So. Mm. Who is the book written to? Because we'll talk about what the book is, a little bit of that. I got some questions I like to rip apart. I also got a question about, I, I listened to you freestyle on that Rapzilla podcast because yeah. it said freestyle. I was like, I've, I actually I don't get to hear that all that often. Let me hear it. And you yeah. said some mess on Whataburger that we're going to talk about in a minute because I'm, okay. I'm a little upset, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, who is the I'll book aimed at? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, I always like, that question always like stumps me because I, I, I think in a lot of ways I don't know mm. who I'm talking to. Editors love that. I know. Huh? Editors love that. I know. Right. <laughs> I know the point I'm trying to make. It's like you find it later mm. who you're talking to. So I think a lot of times maybe I'm talking to myself, mm. maybe it's a diary and, but I know I'm not the only one that thought this, you know what I'm saying? I think it's, that's more the thing to me. It's like, I know I'm not the only one that thought that like, Hey, why is everything like this? And why is it still staying like this? Mm. We could probably do something else. Right. You know? So I, I'm, I'm like, I can't be the only one that thought this. Mm. So it's one of those, like, yeah, I think I finally know how to answer that question. It's the, it's the part where I feel like my writing is imagine you're in a room and I'm addressing the like, the like 400 pound gorilla, maybe not the 800 pound gorilla <laughs> that everybody sees, but the 400 where it's like, Hey, I'm, I know everybody saw that one, but I can't be the only one that saw this one too. You know? So I'm going to say it. And then, so I'm hoping that the rest of the room goes, yeah, actually. So I don't know who that person is. I'm just thinking I can't be the only one that thought this. Yeah. Yeah. So, a narrative throughout your book, as well as your most recent album, because it appears as though many of the lyrics are in this book, if not all of yes. the lyrics. Maybe I'm wrong, but many of the yeah, lyrics. Yeah, the albums are in there. go with the books. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not all of them, but a lot. Of Wait, them. you said books. How many books have you written? I mean, I meant albums. Okay. All the albums go with the books. <laughs> I just there's like, make there's sure. three more albums. There's three more EPs to go with the single book. Wait, not after bad. Terraform, where are they? When are they? Are they not? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there's, so there's, so the book is broken up into four sections, mm-hmm. the sky, the sword, mm-hmm. the people, possibility, the people's already out. The sky is coming out within the next couple of weeks. And then there's the soil and the possibility. Uh-huh. They're all coming. I missed that. See, I'm just not, I'm just not with it. It's all good, bro. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. Well, you sent your one tweet in the beginning of the year. Expecting said, nothing to happen. And then yes. here you are. And, and again, this are. is, I'm going to finish this beer. We'll finish this conversation. I might not even edit it because that's the end. Um, <laughs> so you are talking about culture in a way that I like 
but I feel like you're using the word culture in a way that most people do not normally use culture. Like we use culture yeah. as a weapon, as ammunition, as yeah. an arrow, as whatever um, aggressive way we need to to get my point across because those people are wrong. But you seem yeah. to be using culture throughout the book in a different way. So like yeah. what is culture and like why are you approaching it from that way? I love it, man. I think the because of like the advent of like the culture wars, you know, especially like in the, the like sort of like right wing evangelical space who treats the culture as something separate from them, you know, um, it's just academically and by definition a misnomer. It's just false. That's just not how culture works. Mm -hmm. Culture is two humans trying to figure out how to survive it's you know what I mean? and it's the things that they come up with that is you make up out of the clear blue sky between you and the other people that is necessary for survival language is culture you know what i'm saying it's like this is humans made it mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. um so all of our institutions it's us so the point I try to make in the book is like culture is as healthy as we are. If culture's unhealthy, it's because we're unhealthy because we are it. Mm. I can't be at war with something I am. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not separate from me. I am the culture. Right. And so are you because it doesn't exist if there are no us. Right. So I was approaching it from that sort of like academic perspective of like how you define culture, you know, and, then from like a, 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 a more like, for lack of a better term, pop culture sense, mm -hmm. like then that means that the power's in our hands, the ball's in our court, you yeah. know, and then we get to define what it is, you know, and then I try to give examples of like what I mean by like we make culture and then eventually culture turns around and makes us, mm. which is a motif I got from um, this guy named Peter Barger. He's a sociologist. Yeah. I like that take and I think I like it and I actually don't think I put it together until you just said that out loud because you said it slightly different than some of the words in the book. But to be clear, again, I may or may not have been drinking when I was reading the book. It's all good. Um, <laughs> so um, I, I think that when you and I choose to miss the mark, we create hell or yeah. bad culture or we can choose yes. to create a kingdom. Good culture. One or the yes. other. Yeah, yes. and that's literally sin and the kingdom of heaven like you and i making it or we're also still making it we get to yes. we get to actively participate in the creation Facts. of this yeah so i use the word kingdom you use the word culture i kind of like it i do want a definition though what is the age range for os1 millennial man from what i understand because <laughs> that's not a term that i know no no no, no. <laughs> it's it's like we're the first wave of them so from what I understand, you was born between 79 and 83. So that's me. Yeah. Because as yeah. you described it, I'm like, I feel like that's me. I can remember when I got caller ID. Yes. I can remember doing work on a basic computer with a Mac floppy disk the size of this MacBook that I'm talking to you on. Yes. And but then the I graduated time, with T1 internet. Let's go. Yes. T1, exactly. which isn't even a thing people know what the hell T1 is. Yeah, if you don't know what that is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like... It's like, but you're, it's like this weird moment to where like, you're maybe if you were like younger than your siblings, like for years they were printing out directions 
like, <laughs> like they're still using MapQuest. And it's like, this is my sibling. This is my older sibling. And I don't understand why you're asking me directions. Here's the address. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, but you remember printing out at some point mm-hmm. using MapQuest. Mm-hmm. But like, you were young enough to be like, oh, this is great. I don't have to use MapQuest no more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Though there's something to be said for, I, I guess that we're similar in age because I, I fall right in right into the middle of that. Yeah, yeah that um, in between. Yeah, so we're I, not Generation X. Like I'm not an Xer. Yeah, um, know, but um, I yeah. do find it easy though, especially for what I do for a living. I can relate well to people that know how the internet works, but also then like I can empathize with an older generation that's like I just don't quite understand this. Totally. Please help me. I'm like, sure. Let me yeah. let me explain it to you in a different way. Um, yeah. Yeah, and like. I also still find it innately easier than some of my siblings or younger friends to just navigate around a city because I'm like, yeah, that's avenues run this way, streets run this way, circles run this way. Yeah, I don't if have it's to use my map. If it's an even number interstate, that's an east and west one. Um, you know, if yes. it's an odd number, it yes. goes up and down, and it starts at one in California, and we got the 90s on the east coast over here where I'm at. So yes, where's totally. I 70 to the west of me? It's over there because we're, yes, that's yeah. the perfect example. I don't ever use my maps unless I don't know the place. But most of the time I'm like, oh yeah, it's off. What city is it? <laughs> oh, okay. It's off. It's off the 10. It's north of the 10 because Larchmont is north of the 10. Yeah. So yeah, you just go, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I, I can get off on Western Crenshaw or La Brea. It's going to be up there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll totally. figure it out. Yeah. We'll be over there. Yeah. It's fine. So when my wife and I were out in Phoenix not long ago and we're trying to find a place to get ice cream um, uh-huh. and we didn't intend to be in Phoenix, we left from vacation where we were at. We went to the Grand Canyon and oh, she's wow. like, well, we're going to get lost. I'm like, it's going to be fine. Like the roads out here work the same way as the roads in Texas where yeah, I'm from. Yeah, it's fine. Like, She's like, we're not going to find it. Yes, we will. It's going to see. There it is. Found it. Yes. Let's get some ice cream. West California, (laughs) 10 East back home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, simple back home to Virginia is a long way. So, um, so I mentioned Texas and then in this Rapzilla interview, which I'll link in the transcript or show, I'm not linking to it in the show notes, but I will put in the transcript. Like you threw out some issues with Whataburger basically saying like they don't know how to make french fries and so i am from like midland texas born in odessa i don't play games and i shouldn't have listened and i should have stopped listening what why like that's i have attacked your soul because it hurt your identity is tied into (laughs) i find this with every texan yes i can't talk about dr pepper and I can't talk about Whataburger. You can talk and about Dr. I'm Pepper. You can't talk about Plano, but you can talk about... Because there's, the, okay. there's the Dr. Pepper in the store. That ain't Dr. Pepper. But then there's okay. the Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper, in the glass bottle that you can only buy in okay. Plano. That, okay. Don't talk about that, Dr. Pepper. So here's the thing. I am saying, like, as a reflection <laughs> of yourself, yeah. there are things about California that I understand. I will, I will agree. Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles... <laughs> <laughs> is not the greatest chicken and waffles. But it's your chicken and waffles. But it's mine. And I will defend it <laughs> to the death because it's California, because mm. it's open, because it's Pico and La Brea. I, but what I'm saying is I have the self-awareness about that. Uh-huh. And I just feel like y'all Texans don't have that self-awareness <laughs> about Whataburger. It's not that good. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, but mm. I understand your emotional tie to it. <laughs> I understand. I understand that spicy, that spicy sriracha ketchup. I mm-hmm. understand that. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But that's a condiment. That's not the burger. <laughs> that's the condiment. And what I'm saying, I understand that 
It was open at 2 a.m. after Friday Night Football, mm-hmm. and the whole school went to it. I get it. Is that it's or IHOP? And IHOP memories. sucks. Yeah. And IHOP sucks. Yeah. Because you could say that's verifiably bad food. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but you could have mediocre food mm-hmm. tied to your high school 2 a.m. experience. And call and it in an out burger. I get it. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, oh, I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> that was good. That was good. But you could say, but I could say that fat burger, Roscoe's, it's mediocre food. In and out. Story. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. Story. I'm teasing. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And then one last question, just because I don't ever speak with a coffee aficionado. And that's why I stalk you on Instagram, not for anything else other than coffee. Um, I just, I'm, I'm a cheap guy. So I just drink the Folgers black. But I just want to know. I'm so sorry. Man, I know. It's what I can afford, right? Man to man, how should I be drinking my coffee? Like if I could choose, what should I be doing? Because I'd like to be better. Um, I am over the bell curve of like snobbity for coffee. So just Folgers like, then? No, <laughs> but I will say this. If you're going to do Folgers, if you're going to like, I just need it done and good. If you're, if you're not going to take the time there are now, there are plenty of places that have figured out how to freeze dry espresso and you can like steep it in like little tea bags. It's Mm. pretty amazing. There's a spot called honest roasters that, that did this. Um, but I will say this to this day, the, at my, my mom, my wife's grandma's house, my mother, you know, my grandma-in-law, I don't know what you call her, you know, Acapulco, she's in Mexico. She will boil her water with cinnamon sticks in it and then pour that into some Nescafe instant coffee. And it's delicious. And it's instant coffee with cinnamon water. And Mm. it's amazing. Mm. So I will, I will, I will, if you just want, if you just want it done, get it done. Mm -hmm. And, and not as, burnt and paper taste as just some folders from your drip machine. Right. Which again, I would never judge you if that's what you're going to do. That's what you're going to do. But I would say six year old. That's all I got time for. Exactly. (laughs) I would say get some Nescafe, boil some water with some cinnamon sticks. Use that as your instant coffee water. And it'll already be better than that. With cinnamon sticks. Okay. Yes, I can do that. Um, So getting back to why I actually have you on, because I got those out of the way. They've been itching in my head, you know, Probably since nope. January when I sent that out. So there's a part in your book where you you do a lot of let me tell you what I'm not going to do. Yeah. Back to back to back. So there's a part in here where you say I'm not going to tell you your pain is a usable commodity for the rest of society. It's up yes. to do. It's up to you what you do with your healing. But I will say this. You should choose to tell your better story. It will transform you into a terraformer of the worlds of your listeners. It's that last part that I want to drill on. Like what are you getting into there? Like terraforming the world's of your listeners specifically because a lot of people I don't think realize that they have a platform like that, that people are paying attention. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many people are actually listening to you, whether you have a podcast or not, you Mm -hmm. know, or a platform or not, you have a platform in somebody else's life. Mm -hmm. They're watching you. They're understanding. They're, they're learning the world from you. Um, whether directly or indirectly it's happening. Um, so I think there's an importance of understanding that 
how you choose to navigate the world for better or for worse is shaping somebody's worldview, you know? And that's just, it's just a reality because again, full circle, that's just how culture works. Mm -hmm. We're influenced by each other, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and how you navigate pain uh, is up to you, you know? But I think there's like a reality of like, if your pain was on display with the people around you, there is a great amount of like power and influence in your healing also being on display for mm. those same people, you know? Um, but I, I think it's, I don't like hearing people saying, Hey, you need to share your healing because you're going to heal, heal somebody else. Cause I feel like we'll, we'll day and go through it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that was something you went through. And I think that like the, I don't want to ever add any extra pressure or guilt to a person who maybe that thing is deeply personal. Maybe there are, there are no like words. You wouldn't even know how to share it. Maybe sharing would open the wound. I don't know what I, but I didn't want to make it seem as though like your whole life is transactional, you mm -hmm. know? And I, and I, sometimes I feel like we, we treat each other as, mm -hmm. as like, all your experiences are transacts. They're for me. You know what I mean? Well, what do you mean for you? You know, they're for you if I want them to be, you know, but I just wanted to make sure I wasn't robbing people of agency. Um, but at the same time, the reality of like, whatever you choose, it's informing the people around you. I want to talk a bit about beauty and truth. So there's a part in your book that honestly, this sentence still doesn't make any sense to me. Um, uh oh, and that's okay. It's probably okay. me. So you say self-awareness makes graciousness. For some reason, those words just don't, I don't, maybe, I don't know. I, I don't know how to do it. But towards the tail end of that paragraph, you say, um, you know, so I wonder which modern debates will sound silly in a thousand years. As you're talking about like, you know, like ancient, ancient Greece and ancient, like they all thought that this was a thing and the, the sun was yeah. chasing this, like, and, and we think that's silly. And I do think that's right. Neil Tyson deGrasse has a thing about like the way that space time bends space and like the stuff that we don't even see and how like a thousand years from now, we're not even going to be looking at the same stars and like we don't even realize all the context that we lost. Yeah. But, and I think that's a beautiful way to look at, at a divine being or at, just at life Absolutely. in general. But yeah. I don't understand self-awareness makes graciousness. Like I love it. I, I, I love that you asked that. That's one of the questions I was like, I, I was hoping someone would ever ask me. Mm. Um, what I mean by it is this. The more you understand yourself, the more you see truly your strengths. This is like self-awareness is both. It's your strengths and your weaknesses. It's your beauty and your flaws. And then the flaws that are beautiful. It's the whole gambit. I know what I'm good at. I don't have any like sort of like pretense about some sort of like false humility or some sort of puffed up, you know, prideful mm. thing about myself, but I know what I'm good at. I also know what I'm not good at. I also know what I need help in, where I'm struggling, where I'm inconsistent and I'm still working it out. You know what I'm saying? And I know that there's a lot that I don't know, you know? So I think that like the more you see it in yourself, 
and all the work you did for so many years to hide it, the, then you now see it in other people and you can go, oh, this fool's hiding. He's hiding an insecurity. Mm, okay. He's hiding an insecurity. So I'm like, I can be more gracious to this person. Now I don't have to be, I don't have to respond to their defense mechanism with my own defense mechanism. I can be more gracious. Mm. I can be more patient with this person because I understand, oh, it's me. I've, I've been doing this for years. I'm like, oh, you have a weakness. Oh, you have a wound. Mm. You're, you're functioning from that wound. Okay. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense to me. Um, yeah. How do I do that in a social media environment that is as politicized as the world that you and I live in today? Oh, you block them. I can't block Mitch McConnell. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, You just, with Mitch McConnell, that's great. That's a good example with him. It's like, I don't have to engage with this dude because because it's one of those things where I'm like, you and I both know what you're doing. Mm. You know, and you're not going to stop. And me calling you on it is not going to make you stop doing this because it's working too well for you. So Mm. I'm not going to stop you from doing this. I don't even have to respond because... Like I said, it's not going to change anything. Yeah. So I think for me in a social media space is that calculus of like, is this person, first of all, is this person an actual person? Like, or is this a, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I don't necessarily uh, mean on social media. I just mean that is the mentality that we bring into our real life relationships. Totally. Yeah. 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 Of just like, yeah, I think, yeah. But I think that, I, yeah, given, given that, given that, that context, I think we're all putting our best self, you know, it is, or we're at least curating what the world sees about ourselves on the internet in the same way we did in real life. We still curated what people saw about us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then something kind of like get over the fence and you see the real you, which, you know, is hard for anyone. But I think that when you remember that about a person on in throughout the internet, it's like they're choosing which part of them they're showing. Mm. You know, and I can choose to engage in that. Or I could choose not to engage in that because the truth is I, I probably don't really know this person mm. and, and I don't have to care. I could turn off my phone. <laughs> Fair enough. I um, think that that, that yeah. was the freest thing to me where I was like, oh, wait, I don't have to care. Yeah. You yeah. wrote a song about that. I'm just, I'm just here for the comments. Yeah. I'm just here for the comments, bro. <laughs> that's, that song makes me laugh. I am completely disconnected. Yeah. You know? And even, even when I do get into it, like with somebody, like I, part of me is like this grin I have on my face now is great. Cause I'm like, y'all, you, you don't understand how uninvolved I am in this combo. Like I really, <laughs> I, it makes me no difference. Yeah. I All just came time, in here to like everybody's post. And then yes. I left. And then I'm gone. Right? <laughs> Sometimes, and especially when I know I know what I'm talking about, and I'm like, I don't have to convince you because I know I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, you know, and then when I don't know what I'm talking about, then oftentimes I'm like, okay, well, let me listen to what this, actually, let me, let me do this. But I am in control mm. of my engagement to this. Not them. Yeah. I will be right back. It is time to do the things. You know what I mean.
Besides, a, 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 you have terraforming exercises or practices at the end of each episode. Um, yeah. um, I forget which one was my. It's the one where you like list out like all the people yeah, that have been like it. Yours. Yeah, but besides the one where you've smartly listened to your wife about grounding, and I, yes. it appears as though you're still not taking off your shoes. But besides that one, nope. which one is the hardest for you personally on a consistent basis? to ensure that you are doing to stay healthy? Man, that's good, man. Wow. Let me go through them. I got to go through them in my head. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, I think probably there was a part about the self-reflection. I think in the um, the truth is yelling at you chapter, that was about what is this mundane, obvious thing that's happening that's hitting at you in a certain way that is clearly trying to communicating, trying to communicate something to you about you? Because I think oftentimes, like, I get in the moment, like anyone, like, I'll tell you what, like, just now, the my printer... Was the last time you ever actually had to use the printer? Dude, you still have a printer. That's amazing. I still have one because that, I have children. That's because you're an OS one millennial. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and because like, I and I get furious anytime I have to print something because I'm like, this is stupid. Why do I have to do this? But <laughs> my kids going to a uh, a pride march tomorrow, and they needed a permission slip, so mm. I emailed it. And they were like, can you print it? And yeah, I'm like, we're going to need a wet you... signature. Yeah. Word. Okay. And then mm. for the love of me, it just kept jamming. <laughs> and I was like, this is the dumbest. It doesn't have, like, I'm so pissed <laughs> as to like, and while I'm trying to figure it out, my wife goes, what do you have planned tomorrow? And I wanted to like turn and become a dragon and be like, are you serious right now? <laughs> you want me to, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to stop and check my calendar right now <laughs> while I'm trying to print this thing for our daughter. You don't see that I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? So like, but I think what was happening was I felt out of control mm. and I think that now I didn't, I was able to catch it because I practiced this terraforming thing, able to be like, you're just, you're just irritated that this isn't working. Mm. Your wife's question is valid. And just explain to her, can I tell you later, I'm really frustrated about this. Yeah, I'm going to yell at something. I don't want it to be you. I'm going to yell. <laughs> I'd rather yell at this inanimate object. 
you know? And so I think that like one of the most difficult things is to continue to have that wherewithal. Like the truth is yelling at you. You're mad because you're out of control. And that like ability to reflect is something that like I, I, I try to like struggle day to day to make sure that that's what's happening. Yeah. I have a really simple question, but it's because I honestly have no idea. Why do ziggurats get a shout out and an explainer in a book about terraforming? Like, why ziggurats? Like, why does that need a parenthesis that says, by the way, here's what a ziggurat is? Like, why? Because and there's a number of reasons. One, because I get teased about, they say that, like, I, one of my homies says, like, Cali dudes, dudes that are raised in LA just randomly use big words, and oftentimes they don't know what they mean, mm. uh, which is, is a pretty good mark that's pretty true but <laughs> um but i think that also as as an educator somebody like i taught high school for six years um whether it was my music whether it was high school or my music or preaching or whatever the case may be there's some moment that i never stopped for understanding mm. and and it was like it's a critique that i that i get it's feedback i get often is that you throw out these things yeah but you don't and say, you are you with go me? Back to it. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you talking about here? So I was trying to be aware of the fact that like, okay, this is what I'm talking about. You mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so that's why. Yeah. And I thought ziggurat, it was just such I, a. I mean, I highlighted it. I was like, what? I mean, uh, I know what a ziggurat yeah. is, but yeah. why is this? Why? Is it's this? such a deep cut <laughs> that I felt like, and part of me was like, for those that know, mm. they would get a kick out of the fact that like, this fool just shouted out ziggurats. Yeah. Why did you do that? It, you know, yes. so it's kind of like it's a little it's a little Easter egg for somebody like you. Okay. Um, well, so you reference the Enneagram once in here, like something with a three yes. wing or whatever. So I'm a five. Yeah. So like I need all the books and I want yes. all the knowledge. And I like to yes. hoard it when I'm not healthy. Um, mm -hmm. which is probably why I do this. Whatever. So I do want to ask you about this chapter, and I don't know where it'll go. So you say I'm a full blown libertarian total free market economy guy if it wasn't for racism. And then you go on to go on and on about that. But I don't feel like that's a sentence that most libertarians say. Are you actually a libertarian? Like, what is that? And like, why does racism have anything to do with libertarianism for those people that have not read the book? Picking up. Do what? Oh, I broke up? Yeah, you say full-blown oh, libertarian. No. Oh, no, I'll, I'll say it again. I said, so you say I'd be a full-blown libertarian, total free market economy it. guy if it if it wasn't for racism, but most libertarians don't say that. And I don't know yeah. that many libertarian friends of mine would say that those two have anything to do with one another. Yeah. Yeah. So the biggest issue is if I were to say this, you're not frozen, are you? Uh, uh no. Okay, cool. It's just your thumb wasn't moving. I was just making sure. <laughs> uh, there it is. <laughs> it's because when I think of what finally freed us from slavery, was a war and then an, an amendment and then military enforcement. Mm. What pushed the civil rights movement? Well, that was, was government intervention because when we left we left white Americans alone, they're not going to choose us. Mm. You know, um, my own dad, like after his freaking GI bill, after the Vietnam war still couldn't get a loan, you know, and it, 
it took laws. It took government intervention for me to finally, like, why being able to swim in pools? Mm. It took laws. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I can't trust, you know, white supremacist America. I can't trust you because if I leave you alone, you're going to oppress me. So I'm like, I can't trust you. If I could trust you to understand that, like, this is detrimental to both of us, that's mm. different. So that's what I'm saying. Like, mm. you know, I would totally be like, dude, just, bro, like, I'm fine. Leave me alone. I don't want no handouts. I don't want nothing from none of y'all. I'll figure it out. And if I fail, it's because I wasn't good at it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But but if I'm doing that playing in a playing field that's clearly uneven and you've stacked the laws against me, then at some point I got to look at the ref and be like, yo, ref, I'm not the dog. Like, y'all see this? Can you do something about this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Now that makes sense. Maybe it was you. Maybe it was a good friend of mine. I don't know who it was, but I remember one time somebody saying, all of the rights that I have been privileged to just from being born with this color skin um, were given forcefully and belligerently by legislation um, yeah. to, to him. Um, yeah. I don't remember who said it, actually. It, I don't yeah, know. but that's the thing. All yeah. the rights that I have was yeah. like we had to, every step of my life, mm. everything I enjoy, I had to fight separately for. Yeah. Or my culture had to fight separately for. each for, one. Yeah. For each one of them. Yeah. 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 So... I read your book on a Kindle, and so I'm not sure that the haikus come through here, but you, you talked about handouts a minute ago, and it reminds me of Sparta, your book. It's literally one of the few that I bookmark where you say, the Rona just yelled haikus. Here's what I heard. You live together. You don't really know your kids. Make conversation, which that's really true. And last yeah. year taught me that. Um, yes. Sadly. Money yeah. is not real. I'm a banker, so I agree. Uh, 1.5 trillion from the Freds. Where's your healthcare son? Um, how do we... I agree. Terraform, your book's not about healthcare, but I can't not no. address that haiku. So, yeah. and I don't even know if that's a haiku because I don't really know how to do a haiku. It's like 757. Yeah, five, seven, seven, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You got it. 575. Yeah. Um, so, why is that here? Like, why is that in the book? I think because at the time, again, we're talking about a virus that's covering the planet. Mm hmm. And you worried about the stock market? <laughs> like, I just was just like, this is the, I don't understand where, why is, you got, you got one, four, five trillion, but you saying it's not enough money to cover health costs mm. due to a, it just was just such a picture of like, oh, so you have the money. You just won't. Mm. And I'm like, but don't you, but you know, it's not real, right? Like you can, you could pay for help. You could pay for this. I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, you could. And it's so, it was just such a bizarre, like, yeah. whether I have an opinion about it or not, mm. it was just like, just like, you know, I'm going to give a silly example. I am lactose intolerant. Right. So I, so just, just ruins Italian food for me. Right. Which really? I adore. You can't have pasta if you're lactose intolerant. 
No, I can't have none of the cheese. Oh, okay. So like the, I mean, the gluten's is an issue too, but yeah. I'm just like, what, what is, what's Italian food without the cheese, man? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so anyway, I'm like, if you, for example, like, so I'm like, I don't have a horse in a race per se, but if I see you're making, I don't know, some fettuccine Alfredo or whatever the make case would be, and you putting Velveeta cheese on the top of that, I could be like, yo, you finna put that Velveeta? It's not why even cheese. That's, that's not <laughs> cheese. Like, why is you doing that? And you're like, well, we don't have a money for actual Alfredo. And I'm like, but the Alfredo cheaper. I'm like, I'm not going to eat it. I don't have an opinion, but I'm just saying that don't make no sense. Why Why would you say that? I'm just, and it's nasty. I'm like, Velveeta's not, don't taste good. I've been poor before. I wasn't always lactose intolerant. But when I was, when we were poor, and Stood that's all we it. had, I was like, this is not good. The Alfredo tastes better. What is you doing? This don't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? So in my mind, that's the way I saw this. I was like, well, this don't make no sense. Mm. What the hell? What the hell? You you saving a stock market. What the hell is a stock market if everybody dead? Right. I don't understand yeah. what you worried about an econ- economy as humans. But if we die, then what what is you saving? I'm just like, <laughs> I don't understand what y'all talking about. Yeah. So that's kind of where that came yeah. from. Yeah. Also, money is is not like I think it was Ben Bernanke like in an interview like MSNBC or CNN he's like yeah I, we just call up we just call up the Fed and tell them to add a zero and the banks have it so fixed it that was like in the that was right when Obama became president like That's after amazing. they don't yeah like it's it's literally like you hear him say it and you're like he he oh he I, said it out loud and it's it's true it's just I, we just fixed it we just added a zero because you know we didn't need to print it we just said that it was there and and it's not real and guys. now it now yeah. it is now it's there yeah. so we and fixed now it it's there yeah 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 we don't know why there was no inflation that time but it's there no, we don't know. but it's there yeah so one last question and it's it's about there's a line in here that says just breathe even if the bag isn't inflating oxygen just yeah. flows um yeah. i love that line quite a bit um what what do you want people to get out of that like where should that be like for me that's become almost like a like a like i, I have it written on my desk because i get pretty so stressed dope. at work like i just yeah. like that line so what yeah. do you want people when do, when Man. would you like that to be instituted i love it because it's you know it's i'm i'm taking it from airplanes mm-hmm. you know when you're doing the little safety debriefing they'll say like if the cabin gets depressurized oxygen mask will flow put it on your face and just breathe it's not going to inflate, but the oxygen is flowing. So they're trying to warn you that like, it's not going to look like. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. It's not going to yeah. look like what you think it's supposed to look like, but you're fine. So I think that like, what I was trying to address with this is like, okay, if the oxygen mass like drop down on a plane, it's a pretty legitimate reason to panic, mm-hmm. you know? So you're in crisis. So what I was trying to address is like, this is a legit, I'm not saying your crisis isn't legitimate. It's probably absolutely legitimate Mm. because the oxygen mask wouldn't fall if it wasn't a legitimate crisis, you know? Um, But what I'm saying is like, 
your job is to breathe because breathe is this is the is the reminder that you're going to be okay and even though it doesn't look like it's working i swear to you it's working you know what i'm saying mm. so i think that that's like that's what i was trying to communicate is like mm -hmm. i promise you you don't it i know it don't look like it i because if I, duh, if I blow into something, it's supposed to expand. That's, it's, it's physics. Mm -hmm. But what I'm trying to say is like, I know, but still do it, mm -hmm. you know, but still breathe. Like, I promise you it's working, you know? So in it, obviously it's like a lofty way to say that, like, hey, if you just continue to take care of yourself, these things, it will work out. Mm -hmm. And even if it doesn't, you will be fine. You have to keep breathing, you know, um, because that's the, again, the reminder that like you have a fortitude and ability to continue. Um, and, and also like the understanding that like your breath is like, it's crazy how it's, it really is the best indicator of where your anxiety is, is your breath. You know, we, when you, the deeper, and slower you breathe, it's just truthful that it's the more relaxed you are, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, and when you are nervous, your breath is shallow, you know what I mean? So when you take a second to like, think about your breath for a second and just say, let me remember to, you know, and you continue to do that. It's not only is it an indicator, it's actually causing you to calm down. You know what I mean? So just, it was my hope for those that, are ever in an anxious moment or find themselves constantly in moments of anxiety that like, yo, just breathe. I know it doesn't seem like it's working. I swear to you it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. I also kind of like mm -hmm. thinking about that in a community, like me seeing yeah, you, you seeing me reminding yes. each other, looking at the dude across the aisle. We're not crashing today. And even if we do, it's probably going to be all right. Cause you won't feel it. We're going too fast. I'm not going to feel it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but it'll be fine. I want to ask you two more questions and then I'll yeah, let you yeah. point people where they need to be and, oh. and get back to yelling at a printer unless that's been, yes. unless you've been, been fixed. Yeah. I got to yell yeah. at a child after this. <laughs> 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 Just breathe, man. Um, so yeah, <laughs> hopefully not the six year old cause she already don't yeah. like you. She um, already don't like me. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, don't work for the old one. It don't even work yelling at her. I'm just wasting my own breath. But it feels yeah. good. Um, it feel great. <laughs> so I can't not talk about the church because that's yes. that's the itch that I, I just love it. Like some people yeah. watch fantasy football. I come home and just read books on theology. So, um, or you can't watch fantasy football, but you know what I'm saying? So I feel you. I what, at what congregationally, like as a body, do you feel like if we do not directly be empowered to talk about, it's just going to explode the church as we see it? in the years to come. Oh, easy. Race and sexuality. Mm. It's mm. like, if it, yeah, you know, um, and you obviously tie that into politics, you know, which is like the third thing, but I feel like that's the politics part is not new, you know? Um, and that is more indicative of the nation as a whole, right? If we don't really reckon with like, how bad we've become partisan and separated. Just anybody that loves history, you're just like, a nation can't sustain this. It's going to blow up. Yeah. You know, 
Um, so that's easy. But I think within the church, if we don't talk about race and sexuality, um, yeah, dude, mm. we're dead in the water. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. I, yeah. Very much so. Matter of fact, um, I have a good friend that works for the Evangelical Covenant Church that's having their meeting right now. Um, yeah. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, that's up to talk about tomorrow. I was like, how's it going to go? He's like, I have no idea. But every, terrible, everybody's it's, stressed about it. Although yeah, today they, they publicly condemned as a congregation the doctrine of discovery, which is cool Let's that go. they even talked about it. Um, yes. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'll send you the the video. Like we have, because he's the dude that runs like the IT. So he's got the actual uh, thing. He's like, I'll send it to good. you. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Which is cool because most, you know, we got the SBC doing their thing and then we got them going, yeah, doing yeah this is a thing we can't. Opposite. Yeah. Which is great. <laughs> yeah. So, when you try to wrap words around like the divine or God, what is that yeah. for you? Man, I love that question, bro. I think that um, after like touching soil in the Sinai Peninsula, like after you um, meet an Arab in like in an Arab community, you're it just like throws your categories out the window. I think in a lot of ways, um, in the best way possible, hmm. I think what it did was in a lot of ways, it sorted out the parts that were the bits that were American, the bits that were regional. And then the bits that were, that are really transcendent. And then it blurred all those lines. Like it was just the weirdest. I spent time in Morocco. I spent time in, you know, the West Bank. I spent time in Jerusalem, Palestine, you know, parts of Syria. And you're like, okay, so clearly this is like, you know, Fertile Crescent. This is where my, my faith comes from. And then there's like my time in Ethiopia and understanding like the African traditions about my faith and just how much longer the church was in Africa before it was in Europe. Mm. Just seeing all that and you put it all together. And I think it, I think I finally understand the like Jewish tradition of not having vowels in the word Yahweh mm. of where it's like, this is just above us you know, it is, and I, and you become, I now am so much more fascinated and interested in, not in the bits of, of like, well, this is where your theology is off. This is where, mm -hmm. this is where we're different. Mm -hmm. It's those parts that the cream that floated to the top that we all across generations and across locations all pointed at an awe and was like, but damn, there's that. Mm. You know, yeah. So that's the part that now is of that divine, that transcendence is so much more intriguing. I'm so much more in love with that. That like it makes me so much more careful to give it a name mm. and to like wrap a language around it because again, language is cultural. So I know once I wrap a language around it, I've already diminished it. You bound so, it. Yeah. Yeah, I've bound it. So that's why I'm mm. like, I understand now why the ancient Hebrews were like, we can't even utter this name, dog. Like, mm. it's so above us, you know what I'm saying, that this is our best guess 
you know, um, so I think for me, it's like the divine is that it's that is those bits that are so transcendent, that are so far above us, mm. that are so full of beauty that like, I don't have words for them. Mm. You know, yeah. I got, I got hints of it. I got visions of it. We got pieces of it. You know, uh, C.S. Lewis with the good dreams, like God gave humanity good dreams. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, that's what I got. I got good dreams yeah. of this thing that is like, above us all you yeah. know yeah speaking of syriac like ethiopian church if, do you are you familiar with dr vince bantu he does yes yeah do you have his like i assume you have his stuff have you been like, so he's yes i don't know, I don't know. he saved me just want to make like sure that you're me, aware of his work because that dude's work is yeah that dude's yeah. work is he was one of the he was one uh, of the handful of people that like pulled me off the cliff because i was deuces yeah i'm out yeah I, I talked to him last year and at the end i was like i don't I thought I knew some things and I didn't know, I didn't know anything, Um, No clue. but yeah. yeah. Where do people go? So you got 97 albums, apparently multiple books. Yes. Like where, where do you want people to go? Yes. To do the things. Prophiphop.com. Prop hip hop has all my socials, has the books, has the links to the albums, has everything. And all my socials are prop hip hop. Mm. But yeah. Mm. 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 really thought you were going to also say hood politics there i'll say it for you you do a side thing hood politics you should listen to it um if you want to hear you laugh considerably more than you've done tonight so i do uh, laugh a lot on that show it's not not a bad thing yeah prop i really appreciate your time tonight so very much dude i'm honored man thank you for having me yeah my pleasure man so take a breath breathe it in It was a joy to have Prop on the show, and I look forward to doing it again. I got a lot out of that, though, and I will also say his book, and at least as of recording this right now, the one EP that is out, The People, it's fantastic. They mesh so well together. It's almost like he wrote them, Um, but you should really get a hold of it. I believe that I'm going to make it this month's, um, I'm going to make it this month's patron's book that goes out because it genuinely is very 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 good i want to thank clay for becoming a supporter of the show people if you're listening you should join clay because he's really smart and he wouldn't make a bad decision and i also want to thank forrest clay for his music in the show today you can hear the music from forrest clay in the playlist for the show as well as links to that down in the show notes check him out it is very good With that, I'm out. I'll talk to you with a brand new episode in a few weeks. And then um, next week, obviously, we'll have one of the replays as we're deep into summer. I hope that your summer is fantastic and is going well. Be blessed. a face, her face must look like yours. A face like a
Nicotina and Ahmed or Mildred or Russ and his husband Gus and their children face like a Kim a Ted or Tyrone a Lucy born with an extra chromosome a Pablo with legs he can't move by himself a girl born a Daniel who now is Daniel a Bill Agent even white guys named Todd if you Must look if God has a faith.